Modern Christian Dads, Season 2. We're about to explode. Just dudes talking news, sports, and God. What's up, guys? Welcome into the Modern Christian Dads podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson. We are dudes talking news, sports, and God. We do it every week. Roughly, we usually do it on Tuesday. Uh, today's Wednesday, but we're dudes talking news, sports, and God, trying to encourage and entertain guys all across the entire world. So we hope you guys enjoy the show. Like, share, subscribe, give us reviews, your support. We appreciate it very much. All of you that dial in each and every week to the Modern Christian Dads podcast. So we got to get this out of the way right from the outset. Kelly Stevens is here and it's his birthday. Oh, it's Yay. on. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Stevens, August 5th. That's your birthday. August 5th. Yes. Uh, born in uh, 1979. And, uh, <laughs> I was like, wait, just whoa. A, just a young lad. <laughs> BC. <Yeah. laughs> Do we have the, uh, the Marilyn Monroe singing happy birthday to Kelly or video? Uh, no. Happy birthday, Mr. Kelly. This is the best I can do for him. Seriously? Okay, so Kelly Stevens, it's your birthday today. Uh, I, I remembered via Facebook, and so I bought you a lemon shirt, right? Lemon, yeah, pineapple, or Yeah, I some. should have wore it in here today, but uh, obviously the... The camera's not working, so uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it would have been all for naught. But yes, thank you for the birthday gift. I was yes. afraid it was going to be something else. So yeah, oh, the day's well. not over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, the year you're born is what? What was uh, it? Sixty-one. Okay, we got it. We got to punch this up here because what happened in 1961? Oh. Nothing. I, me. <laughs> a lot of stuff happened in 1961 in, in the USA. JFK was elected president. Yes. 1961. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. The USA I I voted for him. cut diplomatic relations with Cuba. The failed day of pigs invasion happened. Mm. A lot of rough things happened with the civil rights movement, including a bus of freedom riders getting firebombed and the riders between them. So that happened in 1961. Wow. Anything else you can remember? Kelly Stevens? Not that you could remember, but I I remember it being a very sunny day. There was like music coming from heaven. (laughs) There was a, a, I was in a dark cave and I saw a light at the end of the tunnel. I began to run towards it. I I remember remember my dad slapping me and saying, who are you? Oh my goodness. He said, your mom, just when I thought you couldn't get any dumber. (laughs) My my mom come home with me and dad said, oh, you got another dog? (laughs) (laughs) So happy birthday to one Kelly Stevens. Thank you. you. Celebrate that. What an introduction. Yeah. The longest introduction. Yeah. All right. Uh, Greg Walden, the trail ninjas here as well. Hey guys, hey. with the Trail Ninja T-shirt on, nice, yeah. And we have Greg Craywick. Seriously, hello. I went back and listened to our uh, episode one of the Modern Christian Dads podcast oh, just how, the other day. How right? Uh, was that? No, it wasn't. You know, it, I, I you re, you realize how much you evolve, but how much certain things stay the same in one sense too. So, I think the only blooper I made on that one is I said Craig Craywick. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I didn't make. I remember listening to that in South Carolina. Like, oh, it was cool. Like, wait, this what? And Kelly Stevens like, 
Oh, I, I, all right, Craig. Yay. <laughs> You're just, so cool. I'll just roll along with that one. Here you go. <laughs> all right. Well, I learned something today. We are getting ready for a conference called No Price Tag Conference at our church here the next few days. So now I wonder in heaven, are, is this structure going to be the same that we are dominated in um, uh, subservience to our wives? Do you think that's going to happen in heaven? Oh, I, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that God will show us mercy and let What's, us I, actually yeah. be in charge of something. I don't know. <laughs> I have uh, I have been uh, a, sl- heaven, right? <laughs> yeah. a slave to Pastor Rachel the past couple weeks. How about you, Greg? As well? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, We're careful. serving our we'll wives this week. It's going to be a gr- great event, I'm she, sure. She listens to yeah. this, so I, she does. Well, yeah, uh, Rachel, when you called me this afternoon two times. Uh, <laughs> I was in a meeting, so I, I still haven't called you back. So yeah, I'm sure my well, here's are. my we're gonna we are dudes talking to sports and God. We'll get into some of that as well. Spiritual talk today, yes. but I did learn something fascinating today as I was preparing for the No Price Take Conference is that I'm not an expert in what is uh, termed women's hosiery, aka the pantyhose. You're not, not, an a, not an expert in that. So I'm doing an icebreaker game for the No Price Tag Conference uh-huh. called Pantyhose Bowling. Okay. Yeah. Have you played that one before? Um, no, I have he's, had my shirt with pantyhose. But so, I, he's been uh, bowling in pantyhose. But, so, yeah. <laughs> not really. It helps with my vertical. I, I, I had to go to Walmart and pick up two pairs of women's hosiery. It is the official term. It's not pantyhose anymore. It's Or nylons. It's women's hosiery. Hosiery. Yeah, okay. and so I, you know, I'd go go to the section, and yeah. are you guys uh, uh, anal about that, or do you feel uncomfortable going in the women's uh, that section? Yeah. Not at all. Underwear. What, what's <laughs> I, you know, women's hosiery? I wonder what they call that. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm never been like because I, I have seeing me there. So I have lived in bigger cities than I live in now, so usually I've never been like you know if you have to roll in there, it's not a big deal. But because we live in a smaller community of Carthage, now I'm a little more. Yeah. Yeah. You well, see a ton of people. What's pastor doing in the hosiery section right yeah. now? Well, I just figured you was looking for a new <laughs> exercise outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Go along with my lycra. So, but yeah, uh, uh, all that to say is it's it's very overwhelming the sizing, yes. the, the names of oh. the hosiery. I was very overwhelmed like so Hosiery has like the, the colors tiger or what, what's <laughs> well just the like the sizing chart on the back and because I, I i thought i needed like a smaller yeah so for the game so i wasn't like do i need <laughs> a big size do i need the little and there's a sizing chart on the back and yeah. there's multiple colors you know schemes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and different was, netting style yeah. What would you call it, Ned? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was. Uh, and you didn't want to call an associate for assistance. In that yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I ended up just grabbing a couple yeah. after. But not trying to, and they're not cheap either. You know, yeah, this women's, sure. women's hosiery yeah, no. uh, can be. The problem is with a lot of them is they have blowouts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so apparently they get the wrong size too once in a while. <laughs> So if, if we could have some women email the show, message the show via Facebook and, yeah. and really help me through the process of all, all yeah. that is women's hosiery. Yes. Uh, the next time I'll be more knowledgeable. So <laughs> and, and uh, this leading up to a fact I was watching one time that if you go to um, uh, an ocean where there's a lot of the not the octopus, but what's a little squid s- uh, squid. 
What, what am I looking Jelly for? Jellyfish. Jellyfish. No, thank no, you. Okay. Jellyfish. Okay. Jellyfish. Uh, one of the best deterrents for jellyfish is urine. women's hosiery. Oh, really? No, I can't. Yeah. I'm never going to believe that one again. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's peeing on me anymore. <laughs> That's after if you get bit by the jellyfish, oh. Craig. Craig. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh we, we lost control of this show yeah. right off the bat i actually got tangled up with one of those one time i really did and i thought it, the tentacle got wrapped around my hand or uh-huh. my wrist and i thought it was fishing line so i went and i you know j- kind of jerked it out of the water while it separated from the jelly it was a portuguese man of war what is what it was mm. And it, and I felt this sting immediately, and it whipped my side. Oh my gosh, it, it really hurt bad. <laughs> and I didn't know anything about marine life. And we're on the beach in yeah. Florida, and it's January, but it's beautiful. Yeah. And they have a purple flag waving. Well, that means marine life don't swim. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it hurt for a while, and I, I told my wife she could pee on me, but she didn't want to. So. <laughs> That was her only chance she was going to oh, get. So she's going to okay. be so proud of this. <laughs> Moral of the story is, is that Purple if you flags. have women's hosiery on, that yeah. the jellyfish can't penetrate that or whatever. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Okay. All right. I well, I'm glad I got the show yeah. off to a great start. Yeah, yeah. sure did. <laughs> women's hosiery. All right, Craig. What's your story? And, and the guy now known as Craig for the rest of the show. Craig, Craig. For the rest of the show. Okay, I got a few few stories here, a few funny stories for you. An Italian art museum said an Australian tourist has apologized after damaging a 19th century sculpture while posing for a photo. The, the Museo Antonio Canova in Posano, Italy. Well, that's a mouthful. Shared security camera footage showing the man sitting on Antonio Canova's 216-year-old plaster sculpture of Pauline Borges Bonaparte, Napoleon's sister, as Venus, the Roman goddess of love. The museum said a guard later discovered three of the sculpture's toes had been broken by the man. The tourist was initially not identified, but the museum said he has now contacted officials to apologize after hearing about the damage from the Australian media. The man said he had been unaware of the damage he had caused. So <laughs> there's a reason they have those things roped off. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> to keep you away from them. <clears throat> to, yeah, to keep you away from them. <clears throat> now this, this next story that I want to read here is... Like the worst fear that I have in my life. This actually came true for this poor lady, okay? (laughs) A Colorado woman said she was terrified when she looked into her toilet and saw something shocking. A snake coming up from the drain. Miranda Stewart of Fort Collins says she was using the restroom at her varsity apartment's home when she made the startling discovery. I used the restroom, like went to flush and everything. It wasn't going down. I'm guessing she's very young here. I looked and leaned a little closer and a snake head slithered up. I was terrified. Stewart said the discovery reinforced a longtime fear she once thought to be irrational. It's actually been one of my fears since I was a kid. <laughs> Stewart shared photos of her apartment's maintenance man extracting the snake from inside the commode. 
we're thinking it was possible it was a possible pet from one of the tenants from our apartment complex like it got loose and into the toilet came up in somebody else's wow that has always been one of my fears it's like something just (laughs) you know so yeah but man yeah because i've always i mean been on construction sites a lot and you have to use a lot of the porta johns and you don't know what's in there you don't even want to go there (laughs) so i i I knew of a man who was a supervisor for a construction company And he went in to use one of those one time, and he had the two-way radio that clipped on his belt with the you know external mic that clipped up on his shoulder yeah. and stuff. Well, he had to unfasten all that to, to do his business. Well, it fell mm-hmm. into the oh. pit in the port john It stays there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and he went and told his boss that what had happened. He said, well, if you don't get it out, you, you're going to have to buy a new one. So he bought a new yeah. one. He was <laughs> about to go dig it around wow. after that. So yeah. Yeah. I've been I've been to like cookouts and stuff where somebody's in there locked and the people start rocking them back oh. and forth. Or <laughs> they knock it over. Or they knock it over. Oh, my yeah. Lord. So, yeah, not a fan of those things. Oh. So anyway, so that's what I got. All right. What do you got? Craig Walden next. I mean, Greg Walden. Walden, (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we haven't heard from the XFL for quite a while. Yes. We thought it was dead. Yeah. Uh, But apparently it's it's come back in the news. Uh, There's a story that the XFL got purchased by a group that includes Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's awesome. Yes. I think he'd be a good, good one for that. So, and if you have the info pulled up there, I think it was $15 million, right? It said is all yeah. it was purchased for yeah. $15 million, because I know leading up to it, I, I'd read different reports or things that Vince McMahon had pulled out a hundred million of his own money or just a, a real large amount of money to begin the process mm-hmm. of the XFL. So I would think $15 million is a bargain, but I also was reading how somehow legally they're trying to stop that because of the... Uh, prior people that are still owed money, some of the vendors and things like that, they're trying to stop that purchase for however that works is maybe they won't get paid if that transaction happens. But, you know, I think I think it could be good. I think there's a place for the XFL. I think the problem has been is, you know, uh, to compete with the NFLs, it should be a non right. You walk into that business saying we our goal is not to compete against the NFL. We cannot beat. No. The NFL. No, they can't. Mm-mm. But I do think that there's maybe a, a span or a space in the calendar still that that football is so beloved in our country that they could pull something off. And I think The Rock could do it more there's, than Vince the, the XFL yeah. and the NFL seasons don't conflict, do they? Are they separate? Right, yeah. They they were doing it. Uh, ideally, the goal was, when it was it supposed to be? It was supposed so to be in the, as soon as the summertime. NFL, yeah, right. Basically, kind of that gap of time mm-hmm. after the NBA, before the fall, yeah. uh, in the summer when there's not, when there's not a little bit of a gap of time. it's not that long season either, is it? I don't think it is. Yeah, I think it was 10 games, yeah. 8 to 10 games, yeah, something like that. Right. <clears throat> well, I hope it comes back. I hope it works out. I th- yeah, I think it'd be good. You know, it's very interesting. I follow the pro wrestling game, and I think one of the things that's very interesting is you, uh, the WWE struggling right now with ratings, and obviously it's COVID-19, but a lot of people, from what I can read, uh, and people that have some insight saying that Vince McMahon is just, he's in his late, mid to late 70s now, just a guy that's out of touch with reality. Mm. Uh, even in the wrestling game, he's a guy that just wakes up, uh, from his mansion, works out, goes to a luxury office, doesn't really, you know, he's not keeping current with the times. Yeah. And uh, so I, I think The Rock has gotten huge popularity. Yeah. Uh, a guy that can probably maybe put a good twist on it. People yeah. like it. 
Yeah, and maybe we see we maybe see him do more with the WCW or whatever. Yeah, or, I so. think if he t- takes the XFL WWE. and keeps it as entertainment, keeps the political stuff out of it. Yeah, and as and if NFL keeps going political and he actually gives a, they'll actually take market from the NFL to the XFL. Yeah, that could happen. People get tired of all the political junk in the NFL. Want to watch some watch some sports. Without all that political, music. I mean, just just me as uh, a fan, if you will. When I heard The Rock bought it, that just that alone made me excited mm-hmm. to think that The Rock, because he's a creative guy, he's in the movie yeah. industry, he's in the, he's he's a proven commodity, yep. well beyond sports, uh, you know, sports. So you know, he and he's a business. I, he, he's worth like a billion dollars yeah. already, I think. And, and so I think he's a guy who could do it. I think he needs to bring over the comedian Kevin Hart. Over to help him with it. Um, yeah. I think yeah. uh, he could add a little flavor. To Modern it, so. Christian dad somehow could weave <laughs> yes. our way. In, yes. in oh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> pre-game, post-game, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Halftime. Halftime, definitely. Yeah. Halftime. We're gonna have a uh, Kelly, you know, sing and dance at halftime show. Yeah. Well, everybody wants that, so you know, <laughs> hey, I I give them what they want. <laughs> he is the Chris Farley of Modern Christian Dads. Yes. <laughs> Kelly Stevens. Any other just there, Greg Walden. Oh, that's all I got. Oh, come on, Greg. You've got oh, something else. Oh, man. To... How about you, Kelly Stevens? Well, I really don't have anything. And um, <laughs> thank you and good night. <laughs> no, I was actually, I don't have any, any news, but since it's my birthday, I'm going to take my liberty here. And <laughs> How many of you guys actually like having a birthday party? What You know, some people really like parties, and it's all about that. Yeah. Some people don't. So where do you fall in at? Go ahead. You can. Well, I think on the practical side of things, I think when you do get older, I mean, uh, obviously I'm not a rich man, but when it comes to presents, it's like not as much fun anymore mm-hmm. because you're kind of, well, I can buy what I want or get what I want or whatever. Yeah. And uh, hopefully Pastor Rachel doesn't listen to this part, but she is the <laughs> she is the practical gift giver. Yes. So like I kind of like believe that, you know, <laughs> birthday gifts are supposed to be in a sense, wasted money or, or write something yeah, that you yeah. could. So even yeah. in South Carolina, like one for my birthday, she bought me a gas can, you know, like, <laughs> and I was like, you're supposed oh. to keep it falling in your trunk too. Yeah. And she's like, well, man, you, you really needed it. I was like, I know, but that's not the point of birthday presents. <laughs> You're supposed to get me what I don't need. That's that's yeah. a birthday. So I kind of fall in that theology on birthday presents. This year, I'm going to get you toothpaste. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to get me. You get someone what they don't need for their birthday. You know, that's the. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I mean, I, I guess I haven't had a birthday party in a long time, but I, I mean, when I was younger, I enjoyed them so i think yeah. when you get older like the decade birthdays are probably you know 40 he's gonna have a 40th yeah. then a 50th yeah. then a 60 yeah. you know i think that's that's probably appropriate so yeah what well, does it does it bother you <clears throat> moving up the next stage like 40 didn't bother me 50 did a little bit but yeah. i've got a feeling next year i'm gonna have a yeah. mental breakdown <laughs> <laughs> well we'll make sure you do <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they, it just seems like the older i get the faster it goes by yes yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean really it's just yeah yeah because yeah. so. when i hit 30 it's like over speed it's like yeah dang no it, no man. kidding so what about you you like i'm i know parties only bother me i mean i had one when i was 40 yeah, you know, with all the tombstones and junk like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> over the hill. Yeah. Yeah. What's over the hill? Forty or fifty? Forty. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. 
So I didn't my, have an over, my 50 I didn't have an over the hill party yeah. then. So, so I turned good. yeah, I turned 50 next month. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah you're you're heading on the 50 mark. Yeah, half I'm, a century. I'm trying to sweet talk the wife into an email. E bike. Yeah, that's how. Now see, that's a that's a birthday present. That's a birthday present. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is a birthday present. <laughs> Just got to throw the plug in here in case she's listening. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I, I, I'm hoping that when I get home this evening, Belinda, that uh, you will have a okay. brand new. Easy. Brand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, I'm almost 60. Forget it, brother. <laughs> We've got to keep the G rating here, Kelly. <laughs> I, I'm hoping that I've got a brand new fly rod. Oh, what wow, a surprise okay. that's going to be. Now, when, there is a difference between there. a fly rod and a fly wheel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get you the rod, yeah. not the wheel, right? I, I'm pretty sure there's not going to be a fly rod either, but a boy can dream. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So. All righty. Let's uh, hit, the, hit the sponsor button, dive into some spiritual talk. All right. Happy birthday, Kelly Steve. Hi, my name is Jeremiah Johnson. I am the host of Grace Point Daily and the Modern Christian Dads podcast. But most importantly, I have the coolest job of being the lead pastor of Grace Point Assembly in Carthage, Missouri. Our church is about helping people discover a relationship with Christ and your purpose in Him, connecting other followers of Christ together in relationship and living out the mission of God. Why don't you join us for a service next time you're in this area? For more information, service times, and our address, go to gracepointag.org. We hope to see you soon. That's right, my friends. And so it is Kelly Stevens' birthday today. And so I wanted to kind of, to answer your question in more of a serious spiritual sense, I think as we get older, birthdays could become a a great evaluator of where we at in our life, you know, like Mm -hmm. in terms of God, the callings of God. I'm thinking of Ephesians chapter two, verse 10, that says, for we are created in, well, or different versions, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. They say the average lifespan of a male, I think the last time I checked was 77 years old. Let's call 80. But you know, if I take that in the context of my life, it's like, whoa, I'm in the, the second half. I mean, the third quarter is already started. And, and that that is kind of mind blowing to think like, whoa, my my mm-hmm. my life is more than half over. Yeah, uh, I don't 41. see you living very long. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe may, you know closer to the end. Uh, Rick Maynard, you know, we're in process of planting. Doctor R. B. planning his funeral. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of tombstones, but if you take in the, con- I, I mean, the, the context of you, you have one life to live. Uh, you know, that's what yeah. we believe theologically. Yeah. We don't yeah. believe that we have 20 lives, 30 lives, you know, that we keep coming back over. But you have one life to live in a, a span of humanity, which is very short. If you think about that, 70 yeah. years, I mean, it feels, uh, I, I mean, in certain, as I get older, life feels like it's going fast. But then I can think of, you know, I can, like when I was I always joke back when I was a youth pastor, well, if I do the math, uh, that was, uh, 10, uh, six, five, you know, 10, 12 years ago. Well, man, that feels like lifetimes ago. Yeah. A lifetime. I mean, that feels so long ago that when I was a youth pastor, you know, really, really, really does feels like forever ago, you know, yeah. 27, that, yeah, 13 years. So I was like, wow, that feels like forever ago. But just the, the challenge is like, are we making the most of this life and living out what God has for us? I beat this drum all the time mm-hmm. that, you know, I see so many people that I don't know if they ever 
process. Like, am I doing the work God created me to do yeah. in, in my life? Uh, because there's such, and if not, why? Uh, Cause that's what this one life is all about is about living out what God has for you. Yeah. So where are you at in that, Kelly Stevens? Well, I'm pretty much in the <laughs> bottom percentile. <laughs> By the way, just as a reminder, you're closer to 77 than any of us are. So. Yeah. <laughs> I feel my arteries already hardening here. I got your back, brother. I got your back, man. Yeah. I'm behind you all the way. Yeah. Well, you know, I, it's, it's always good to uh, do a check, you know, and birthdays will definitely do that, uh, especially the older you get. Uh, you start looking back and saying, you know, hey, you know, have I have I lived my life to the fullest? Have I have I uh, done the calling that God has put in my life? Mm-hmm. You know, and and that kind of thing. And uh, you know, sometimes it's it's hard to take a look at yourself a little bit. You know, I have a hard time with that every once in a while. Just like, uh, am I really meeting? Uh, God's goals that he has for me, you know, mm-hmm. or, or am I somebody's like, you're not going to make it again. You know, uh, I, it's just, it, it's important to, to listen to God and be a doer. You know, there's so many people have just sat on the couch, <laughs> oh, yeah. so to speak, right. and let their life go by go and by. it, and it goes by in a vapor, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and I don't want to be that guy that wakes up, you know, one day saying, where's Where'd my life go? And then mm-hmm. really, uh, what did I accomplish? I right. uh, <laughs> There was a, a, a guy not too long ago that passed away, and he wrote out his own uh, uh, obituary. Mm. Oh, wow. Wrote it all out himself. Uh, and it was, it was really pretty creative. Uh, but when you go to listing the things down that you've done or accomplished or what you think is important, for people to to describe you or what or whatever, yes, you yeah. know, um, I'm not sure I can even get a paragraph. But <laughs> within, maybe just my name and I had some kids, and then that was it, you know, uh, kind of thing. But uh, you know, I, I I do want to when I enter heaven, I do want to. I, I would like to be able to see people that maybe I influenced, you know, uh, led to the Lord. Uh, um, and I definitely want to hear from Jesus saying, well done, you know, so. Yeah, the thing is, I mean, we're not, we're not politicians, you know what I mean? So yeah. if you hear a politician talk, they always say, you know, talk about what they've done, you know, a Christian, you know, when they've gone on to be with the Lord, everybody remembers what they did. You know, I, I think it's a good thing us as we're going through serving right. Christ that we're not realizing the effect that we have on people because right. that keeps us humble. <clears throat> my kind of, my situation on my 43rd birthday, which is almost two years ago, in the morning of my birthday, and I was just on the couch having devotions, God spoke to me there that day. And this is before Pastor Jeremiah had called me and everything to move here. And God told me, I want the second half of your life. Mm. And I and I, you know, because if I look back at the first 43 years of my life, and I'm not saying I'm going to live to be 86, I don't know. But if I look back at the first 43 years of my life, I've done everything I've ever wanted to do. Yeah. Except fly on the space shuttle. But they mm-hmm. retired the program, yeah. so I can't do that anymore. Anyway. <laughs> Elon. <laughs> There's, he's my new hope. But anyway, but God said, I mean, he really did say that. He said, I want the second half of your life. And and there's been some times where I've had to fight, you know, through that. But, yeah. And mm-hmm. he's reminded me, I want the second half of your life. And I said I would give it to him, you know. And it yeah. hasn't been easy, um, but 
but so you just keep walking that and surrendering yes daily yeah so. yeah here's a uh, i have a tons of thoughts in my head but one is uh, the difference between who people think you are and who you really are to people. That's a big thing as you yep. continue to, l I listened to a podcast. Uh, we all, I think we would all know in this circle, you remember the Legion of Doom or the Road Warriors, the tag team, Hawk and Animal? Yeah. They came out yep. with the shoulder pads and the spikes. Oh, well, uh, I listened to Hawk, who was the guy with the, not the Mohawk, but the other guy. He would say, oh, what a rush. Uh, that guy hawk but anyway uh that he he died suddenly it was a heart thing it was an overdose but he had tons of substance issues and but the road warriors were just these comic type tag team i mean they just the look that that feel that they yeah. had uh fans would shout they call it the the road warrior pop that to this day, mm. if you can get the road warrior pop in wrestling, you've made it because fans would be so loud but anyway so the dark side of the ring, that documentary we talked about, right. they did one on Hawk as well. And they just talked, had his brothers talk about him and his life and everything. And one of the things they said in the documentary is like, he was, he was our, he was a brother to us. He was not Hawk. You know, yeah. every, everyone looked at him just as, as what he did, the character, yeah. the guy who came to the ring, but wow. to us, he was a brother. And yeah. he was a real person, and so I think of the, I think of that as I continue to live out my life. Am I living, uh, you know? Be, be, am I living under a false perception? You know, am I living in a way where people will say good things about me? But is that am, is that who I really am? And when I get oh, to the yeah. end, what what will those closest to me say? And I take that in the context of being a pastor because you can people come and go, oh, he's a good pastor or sermon ministry, but do they really know who I am? And when I'm now dead, will people say, no, that, that guy, he wasn't a pastor. He was a real legitimate follower of Christ. I knew him. He was a real deal. He wasn't just a guy on a stage or speaking right. sermons or music or some of those kind of things. Right. No, I, I love that thought because, yeah. you know, even we, we talk about the uh, uh, – people coming to church and taking literally taking their mask off you know and be real yeah. and uh uh so many people when they come into church they put the mask on mm -hmm. <laughs> and how you doing today oh i'm great when all along and in, on the inside sure. they're a mess you know and and to tell you the truth there's a lot of people throughout america that are hurting they're a mess and they i it, that would be my my wish for my birthday is everybody get real and and give a good description of who they are and uh, uh, get to know Jesus? Amen. That's yeah. Cool. Go ahead, Greg. We kind of jumped oh. over you. <laughs> uh, thanks, Greg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Um, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I and I, I think uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, Pastor. That you know, we want to be the, you know, we we want to leave a legacy that you know, I'm not just who I talk that i want to be, be known because i walked it just as much as i talked it sure. and uh also you know i want to to be involved in whatever god wants me to do because if you look at most churches most you know christians in churches majority of them just go come to church one and a half hours a week and that's that's pretty much the the totality of their uh, godly experience mm -hmm. throughout the week they, they never get out of, out of the pew sitting mode they just come in and sit in a pew and they go, but they don't serve in any active type of uh, ministry. And just imagine what, what 
you know, the community would be like, the state and the country, if everybody that was a believer was actively, you know, searching for what God wanted them to do and, and doing what God called them to do. And you could fill these church seats to go to overflowing. Mm. Yeah. I think another one as guys we get uh, as modern Christian dads, if you will, is getting caught up in making money uh, and just just being busy in life. You know, I, I think when I was a youth pastor, back when I was a youth pastor and that community, it was a big prison community. So uh, 10,000 plus inmates. Uh, in uh, out just outside of town, so everyone was correctional officers. And in California, uh, you could uh, it, you you could do that and make really good money. So you can make seventy five, eighty thousand a year. And then as a couple, if you both did that, well, now you're making one hundred fifty k as a couple. And you know, but then if you put thirty years in, then you got nice retirement and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, but there you'd work a lot of overtime too. So you'd see these correctional officers; they just all week long, week after week, just you know, work an immense amount of overtime, uh, just negating their family, not spending time with their kids. Yep. And okay, well, 30 years later, you're you're 55, whatever years old, now you can retire, but you just wasted your whole life just working and making money. Uh, you know, as modern Christian dads, we have to keep, keep that perspective in mind where the Bible says, what good is it if a man gains the whole world yet forfeits his soul? And, you know, I want to, uh, you know, take steps of faith that are leading towards what God is calling me to do. You know, as we get ready for no price tag with our buddy Craig over here, we think of, uh, you know, I will never, I, I'm ex extremely grateful for the the time in my life where again, where I resigned being a, a senior pastor, moved to South Carolina, just on faith, uh, not on a whim, but on faith. And I think of the people that I've met since then and how God redirected my, uh, steps and things like that right. but that was all like uh, part of it i mean i can go into the story uh if you ever want to go deep 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 into it we should but, write a book yeah yes should be a book <laughs> but you know really it was just all about saying you know in many ways for me just saying like i don't want to exist i, I don't want to exist i don't want to th th there's other churches you know, you know <laughs> there are a lot a lot of ideas and not the church that i pastored was bad but you know, like, hey, there's at that point, I was like, there's a the, if I take this risk, yeah. and a month later I want to go back to pastor church, there's thousands of churches to pastor, mm -hmm. you know, like this is not the only church in the world to pastor, you know. Yeah. So it's just like, I want to take, I'm just going to take this risk. Mm -hmm. And so I wish, uh, and, and I'm trying to make sound like I'm some superhero, but I, really, I wish that modern Christian dads would take greater risks in their faith, yeah. you know, to just say, like, I don't want to just exist as a man, as a Christian man, I want to just, and, and you know, I hope I'll take that perspective here as well. You know, I, 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 I here's how I want to live. I never want to live content or satisfied. Like, even if I'm the pastor at, uh, that, that's why I tell like, you're a deacon Kelly here. I always tell people, if you see me stop moving or, you know, Jeremiah has always wanted to do something. He's doing this, that, that, that he's, he's changing this, he's changing that he's building this. He's, you know, if that ever stops, you know, that either I'm getting ready to leave or I've halted my faith because I want to keep right. moving right, and yeah. not, and not be sad because you only got one shot. Yep. That's all you got one shot. Yeah. That's like exactly good old Eminem right. said. <laughs> Eight mile, the movie. Eight mile. Now, I think there's there's faith and then there's scary faith. And God's where scary faith is at. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just, yeah, he's going to, that extreme thing that he wants you to do. Yeah. You know, the, where you really have to rely on him to, to make that step and to stay in there. Yeah. You know, whatever yeah. it is. Whatever yeah. it is. So. Amen. If we, I mean, if we really believe what we believe. Yep. 
in the Bible, then wh- what would that, uh, why wouldn't we take more risks? Yeah. Why wouldn't we uh, go all out for it? You know, Paul, yeah. the apostle Paul, he's like, I've been shipwrecked. I've been beat up. I've been, uh, I know what it is to have. I know what it is to don't have, uh, to not have. Yeah. I know what it is to be right in the middle, but uh, I know what it is to be content. My contentment doesn't come from existing. My can- My contentment is that I'm in constant pursuit of doing the work of God. That's Amen. my contentment in life. That's where we should, we should be at. Contentment is not like, yeah. well, uh, you know, the bank account's pretty good, house is pretty good. That's not that's not contentment. Contentment is, biblically, is that I'm living out daily in pursuit of what God, the work yeah. that God has for me. Yeah, and going, you on, know? And going on what you said, I mean, my, my, the impression I get is what, uh, thought about this a few days ago, that people have the, you know, they, they, that to, you know, have God's power in your life, they, they want God to plug into them. And it doesn't work that way. You got to plug into God. Mm-hmm. And, and in order to plug into God, you got to, you got to be doing what God, you, what God calls you to do. God calls you to be a minister or you got to, you got to move in that direction and plug in and yep. God will give, God will give that, that power to you to, to overcome that, those obstacles, you know, and give you the faith and, you know, help you move in that direction. Mm-hmm. If God calls you to be a minister, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna go here and, and and do something else," and you're not you're not plugged into that power. Yeah. Yep. Amen. Well, Kelly Stevens, your last, you're on your deathbed. You're taking your last breath, the last anthem of your life. Your your greatest words of wisdom come out, and they are. What <laughs> they, they are? What? Why did you bring Jeremiah into my life? <laughs> where's my Mountain Dew? Yeah, where's my Dew? <laughs> yeah, that that you know, like if I'm dying, just re- that's why I should put in my will. If I'm reviving, or if I'm dying, uh, revive, try and revive me with Mountain Dew. If not, then just go ahead and let me go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Kelly Stevens' birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Kelly Stevens. We're the Modern Christian Dads. We're going to talk to you guys next week. Modern Christian Dads. Season 2. We're about to explode. Just dudes talking news, sports, and God.